Hi, this is Jake and Dominic, and we're here to talk about the Mexican Revolution. So, first we're going to talk about PILES, which is, which stands for Problems, Ideas, Leaders, Events, Support, and finally, Outcome. So the first one that we're going to do is P, which is for problem. An initial problem would be uh, Zapata initially joined forces with Francisco Madero, who launched a revolution against Diaz in 1910. When Madero disposed the, the dictator in 1911, Zapata asked to the new president to return communal lands. Madero, however, insisted on following institutional procedures and demanded that Zapata's Liberation Army of the South disarm. Zapata refused, arguing that they could gain their goals only through the pressure of armed force. This led Zapata to break into Madero and demand more radical reforms. On November 25, 1911, Zapata issued his plan of Ayala, named after his local... Uh, yeah. Which announced Madero as a tyrant and dictator worse than Diaz, unwilling to make the necessary deep-seated changes that the revolutionaries demanded. Zapata called for a continued revolution to overthrow Madero. Next up is some ideas that during the revolution was come up. Like, they wanted a constitutional republic, and the, the, the fact that they didn't like the olig oligarchical rules, and the and a lot of them were anti-re-electionists for Diaz, so therefore he wouldn't be re-elected into it, and they wanted to end their dictatorship. Some of the leaders of the Mexican Revolution would include Francisco Madero, Pascual Orozco, Pancho Villa, and Emiliano Zapata. Next up after leaders is events, which include um, March 13th, 1913, the year that Obregón organized resistance against Victoriano Pieto in Sonaro, capturing Nogales on March 13th, 1913. Next is something like when Venciano Carrillas designed him head of the war section of the Constitution uh, lists Secretariat of the Interior and Commander of the Northwest Army. And there's also while Pancho Villa moved southward in the central portion of the country, Obregón swept down the west coast, capturing Guadalajara. Uh, La Jara, and finally leading the triumphant Constitutional Army into Mexico City on August 19th, 14. Some of the countries who agreed with the Mexican Revolution or supported it were the USA, Germany, and the British Empire. Some people who were, I don't know, supporters of the revolution were peasants and anti-reelectionists, which were basically people who were against re-electing uh, Diaz. And lastly in the piles plus O is the O, which is outcome. Um, the outcome was that they became a constitutional republic 
and an estimated of 1 million to 1.5 million Mexicans out of a total of 15 million population died as consequences of the revolution. Some 250,000 of them in battle and many thousands more execution, executed or massacred. So now we have piles plus O out of the way, next is what we thought about the revolution and do we think that it was overall worth it? So Dominic, what do you think about the revolution? Uh, me, I personally don't really agree with it because uh, the outcome, millions of people's peoples, millions of people lost their lives and it doesn't just really seem that worth it because it was a bunch of innocent people and peasants who lost their lives. Okay, so I guess I'm next without him saying anything about him being finished or anything. Oh, yeah. I, I probably um, Well, I think that I actually agree with the revolution, because even though that it was quite a lot of casualties, um, I think it was worth it because a lot of people, you know, chose to lay down for a cause they believed and they knew that Diaz was not the greatest for their country at that time, so they decided to get up and do decide to do something about it. So they, even though that some of them were killed, well, quite a lot of them were killed, like a fifteenth of the population was killed. Um, they still overall got what they wanted and fought for what they thought was right at that moment, and I think that was a pretty good cause to fight for at that time period, seeing how back then a lot of things weren't as you know, um, moral and good as thing, as we have it now. Even though it isn't perfect, perfect now, I think that it's a huge improvement over stuff that was happening over then. So I am kind of on board with the, you know, outcome of the popula of the revolution and the revolution itself. So what's next is, Dominic, do you think that it was worth having the revolution? I mean, in the end, I don't think it was worth it, but, well, there's kind of two sides to it. It's not worth it because a ton of people lost their lives, but then again, it is worth it because they got the change that they wanted. Yeah, I, I think it really was worth it, though. I mean, I think that relatively, when you're facing a revolution, you know that there are going to be quite a lot of casualties, and even though the number is unknown, it still should be expected. I mean, don't think it's like anybody else's, but your own fault if you think that you're gonna get your side of the fight is gonna get through completely unscathed. So I think that the, you know, the revolution was completely fine. I think that it was the outcome that people expected to get. Maybe not so many casualties, but they expected quite a lot of casualties. Okay, so next up to talk about is. Arts and music, which there was a huge explosion of after the revolution ended. So there was a huge explosion of Mexican music and art, and some of them actually got rather famous back then. Um, there was even a pretty well-known Mexican inventor who, at the time, um, made a camera and documented it by taking photos. and. 
it was rather important because that means that we have better documentation of that time and we actually have some, you know, like proof of how people were going through there and what was going on. Yeah, I think that that was a pretty cool piece of, I don't know, footage or pictures that they got. Like what Jake said, we got to see what happened during the time of the revolution and different perspectives of what happened during that revolution and how different, you know, technology has changed from back then. Okay, and now we have Mexico as it is right now. So, they're coming in at a whopping population of 116 million, which is a 101 million improvement from, like, 1910. Um, the area is 1.96 million square kilometers, 758 point four four nine square miles for the more American audience like me. Um the obviously as you can guess the major language would be Spanish seeing how they are in Mexico and how they were shortly well not shortly occupied by Spain for quite a while. Um their major religion is Christianity which you know, is to be foreseeable. Um, their life expectancy, expect, expectancy um, in Mexico is now coming at a whopping 75 years old and then, uh, for guys and 80 years for women. And then their currency is pesos, which are how much for the American dollar? Sense. Yeah, because if you go over to like Mexico with a couple of dollars, pretty good. So m- one Mexico peso equals to five cents the U.S. dollar. That is that is really not bad. Yeah. So basically, if you were over like a million dollars, you'd have you'd be rich. Yes. So Jake, is this is this really all? Well, I mean, I mean, I'd say that they're, I don't know, doing better. I mean, they, they have like a drinking age of like 16 over there. I feel like that's kind of important to throw out there. Yeah, definitely. Wait, no. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think other than, you know, the problems that are going on at the border now and with the drugs, cartel, and all that. I think Mexico is better off, huh? It's better off than it was. Yeah. Back in the time of Diaz and the revolution, where 1.5 million people were yeah, killed. So, um, thanks for listening to our podcast, Get to Be Titled. Um, this is Jake. And Dominic. Have a good day. Mm-hmm.